Frowning, Caitlin took another sip of the bitter coffee. Still not enough sugar. She wasn't crazy about the taste of coffee, but it was a very human habit, one that made it easier for her to blend in when needed. Lucas claimed it was an acquired taste. The more she drank it, the more she would enjoy it. So far, he was wrong. As she reached over to grab another package of sugar, the television caught her eye. Breaking news story. The dollhouse killer strikes again. An image of a teenage girl with long dark hair, pale skin, light eyes, and an infectious smile crossed the screen. 18-year-old Madeline Levin. She looked so alive in the photograph. It was hard to believe she was dead. Gone forever from this world. Since they'd been out of the country for the last couple of months, this was the first she'd heard of the abductions and killings. Plus, Caitlin tended to stay wrapped up in her own little world. She rarely even watched television because of all the negativity. What really startled her was the fact that the young woman was taken less than an hour away from their facility. The fourth victim found in less than two months. Caitlin did a quick scan of her internal database and pulled up all the available data. Her processors went through it quickly. She realized the killer's timeline was speeding up. This also meant he was getting reckless. More than likely, he would soon make a mistake, and law enforcement would catch him. At least, that was the consensus from the media. Not soon enough, as far as Caitlin was concerned. She hated the thought of innocent young girls senselessly being murdered. How many more girls had to die before the man was brought to justice? A jail cell wasn't justice either. Someone like that did not deserve to walk the earth. More like a bullet to the brain. Rehabilitation was not possible for someone with a mind that twisted. She could feel herself getting worked up and tried to detach herself from the thoughts. It wasn't her case. But if given the chance, she would end the man's life in a heartbeat. Maybe she could talk to Harrington, the man who made her into a cyborg and the owner of IFICS, into letting her team work their own investigation. She'd love to get her hands on the monster. From the information she was able to gather so far, there were no leads or witnesses. At least, not that the police had released anyway. The only clue was the meticulous miniature dollhouses left with each girl. All of the girls were from Virginia, but lived in different cities. She wondered if the killer resided in the state or traveled while he hunted. It was too bad she didn't have access to the law enforcement server. She'd have to put in a request to Lucas. She knew he could easily hack into their system and make it accessible for her. It surprised her that no one had thought of it sooner. Another tool to add to her arsenal. From what she was able to gather, the killer kept the girls for one to two weeks before their bodies were found. They were always left at campgrounds or parks. According to the media, they were posed against a tree with a miniature dollhouse at their side. The girls were left out in the open for anyone to see. Usually, the victims were found by an early morning jogger. Of course, the media did not always get their facts straight. Who knew how much misleading information they'd put forth? The bodies were never left out long enough for animals to get to them. The killer wanted them to be found quickly, while they were still well-preserved. What kind of sicko thought of things like that? She wondered if he watched in the background, just to make sure the bodies were not disturbed. That would be very risky. Then again, 
Disposing of the bodies in public parks was a risk, one he was obviously willing to take. The girls were always well-groomed, without a trace of DNA left behind. The FBI profilers claimed the killer was between the age of 30 to 42, well-educated, obsessive-compulsive, sociopath, and white. How they knew that, she wasn't sure. After stirring her coffee, she tried it again. Much better. Caitlin allowed her processors to speed-read through everything she could find on the minds of serial killers. Without giving it much thought, she reached over and grabbed another donut. Her favorite, honey-glazed. Harrington kept the room stocked with sweets for her. Ever since Lucas had changed her coating, allowing her to have access to her taste buds, her sweet tooth was insatiable. She munched on the gooey goodness as the information was quickly sorted out.